Welcome to Grace Enough Podcast and the 12 Days of Christmas in July series, brought to you by SchoolhouseTeachers.com. A firm Christian-based worldview is the springboard needed in today's world, which can be attained with a SchoolhouseTeachers.com education. Use code EXPLORE to pay only $179 for a two-year ultimate membership during SchoolhouseTeachers.com Explore the World BOGO event. This is an incredible savings opportunity. Sign up now and receive a complimentary Explore the World tote while supplies last. Certain restrictions will apply. With your SchoolhouseTeachers.com membership, you can create your own homeschool schedule using over 400 unique courses, videos, lap books, unit studies, and more. One price covers the entire family, giving you immediate access to hundreds of resources, including virtual school boxes for kindergartners through high schoolers. Sign up at schoolhouseteachers.com using code EXPLORE today. Now, let's jump in to our 12 Days of Christmas in July series. On this sixth day of Christmas, I am featuring the Radical Book for Kids and author Champ Thornton. This is one of my favorite children's books because I find myself referencing it just as much, if not more, than my children. The Radical Book for Kids is one of the 12 items that will be given away starting Friday, August 6th on Instagram. Follow me at graceenoughpodcast underscore Amber for more details. Good morning, champ, and welcome to the Grace Enough podcast. Amber, it is great to be with you. Thank you. Yes, I'm so glad you're here because we are going to talk a little bit about one of the books that you have written that has been just a treasure for my family. And so as we get going... Will you tell our listeners, what led you to write the Radical Book for Kids? Well, that's such a great question um, because it's got a really kind of odd history in some ways. So I started writing it in around 2013, 2014, and didn't come out until 2016. But actually, the history of it goes back to 2002. So in 2002, I'm 29 years old, and I was diagnosed with a blood clot, a serious blood clot. Oh, wow. Um, And it turned into a pulmonary embolism. People die from those. Mm -hmm. And so here I am. I'm not even 30. And I was going to say at 29, I'm sorry to interrupt, but oh, my goodness. I know. And that's how I felt. And so frankly, I was, I was scared. I, you know, you're in your twenties, you think I'm invincible. I'm going to live, you know, a couple decades more at least. And then you think like, oh, you see your mortality face to face. And uh, I had, was diagnosed with a genetic blood disorder and that inclines me toward clotting. And so this was all new information to me. And so I'm on medication and really for the next number of years, probably a day didn't go by where I didn't think about the fact that you know, I'm a mortal human being. I'm, mm. I'm going to die. And uh, some of that was probably unhealthy. And some of that was probably a little bit unavoidable, just given the situation. But God used that in my life to make me think, how am I going to make my life count? What am I doing for the Lord? I may not have, you know, uh, 70 years or 80 years. I may have a shorter life. And that's not something that I would have written into the script of my life, but it's what God brought in my life. And so then I fast forward to 2013, 2014, and I'm 
in my basement on Fridays and I'm writing the radical book for kids. And part of what's going through my mind is I want to leave something for my three children and who are all under the age of 10 at that point. And I wanted them to know a little bit about some of the things that God had taught me in my life. So yeah, there's fun stuff in the book that's you know really neither here nor there in some ways in terms of eternity. But then there's also very serious things, things that I am passionate about the next generation knowing about their Bible and about the Lord and mm -hmm. about their Christian life. And so um, that is uh, something that, that I wanted to uh, put in print, not just for uh, other people's kids, but for my own. Well, and I, I love, though, that you say there's some things in the book that are, you know, neither here nor there, because the reality is those things are important because when it comes to kids, sometimes it's those things that will draw them in, but it's the wisdom that you put in there that also kind of keeps them there. And what I mean by that is I know with my son Bennett, and I think most people his age, I mean, he's 11 now, but he's loved the book for a while. Um you know, they love those books that are the weirdest things in the world or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like science is top, whatever, like yep, the grossest yep. things. And so that's what Radical does. But there are a lot of other things in there. And so if there was somebody that's listening and they're like, okay, I'm looking for a cool book for my elementary, middle school age kid. What are some of the things they can expect if they pick this book up? So let me pull back the curtain a little bit and say, like, this is some of the rationale behind why I wrote the book the way I did, how it's written. So if God is, I think you go to church and you walk away most Sundays and in Sunday school, your kids are going to hear that God is uh, the Savior. He sent his son, Jesus, yeah. to be our Savior. And that is absolutely pivotal and central to who we are as Christians. And yet also this same God who sent his son is also the God who created the world. And yeah. so he he made the things that we enjoy. Mm -hmm. And so he made strong arms and strong legs. And we get to enjoy throwing a Frisbee and playing uh, soccer and Frisbee golf and you know just whatever we do. We enjoy pizza and cake and ice mm -hmm. cream because God made everything and he made it good, even though we live in a fallen world. Yeah. And so when we teach the Bible as if it's disconnected from the good world that God has made, and we teach it in a way that's boring and uninteresting, we're presenting a really a misshapen view of what our God is like. He's yeah, not sure. just savior, he's creator. And so my hope is, is to pull in lots of aspects of the way God made the world, including the fun stuff, and then right beside that, talk about incredibly serious stuff related to how we love and trust Jesus with our whole lives. And so I wanted to put those those things together. Yeah. Well, and so one thing, and we'll talk a little bit about a couple of, of maybe some of the details that are in there, but one of the parts of the books that I really, or the book that I really enjoy, there's all kinds, but there's a couple of pages where you just do Christian symbols hmm. throughout history. Right. You know, the one that we probably think of that's the most popular outside of the cross is the Ichthus and right. what that stands for. But there's a couple others in there that I love because as my kids are studying history, Christian history in particular, they'll go, oh, yeah, I remember reading about that in Radical. And so it's that connection of what you just said. Mm -hmm. This is not just a Sunday school lesson. 
there are layers of this that go back in history. There are mm -hmm. real people who did real things to impact the progression of the gospel throughout time. And so what are a couple of other little, um, you know, chapters, as you call them, that may be in there that people, that kids might enjoy? I made this book to be sort of a bit of a grab bag, a one-stop shop on just a whole random collection of topics. So topics like uh, the Bible itself or books of the Bible, apologetics, evangelism and missions, biography, theology, history, and then uh, more just like uh, topics you would learn in school. So there's things related to science and then literature or math or, you know, uh, entertainment, you know, it's all sorts of different topics. And part of the idea here is I don't just want kids to gain information. Mm -hmm. I want them to become curious. Yeah. So the way I think about it is if everybody will remember back in ancient history when we went to uh, stores like Costco or BJ's or Sam's <laughs> Club and they had samples. You remember this? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Back in like the dark ages when they actually had samples. So that was one of the highlights, right? You go down this aisle and there's like table after table after table of the latest sample. <laughs> and of course, it's not they're not offering those because the store manager is just such a wonderful person, although no doubt every one of them is. Uh, but the, the reality is, is they want you or your children to sample it and then to buy, you know, the lifetime supply of it on the shelf behind them. And that is kind of what I wanted to do with this book is it's certainly not the last word on any of these topics related yeah. to the Bible or theology, but I hope when they sample it, that down the road somewhere, they think, oh, Athanasius, I remember that name. He was yeah. the guy from church history who stood against one of the false teachings about Jesus. Oh, I'm familiar with that. I actually want to know more. Yeah. Uh, or I remember, yes, union with Christ. That was the part where it's like we're we're tied and connected to Jesus and what's true of him is true of us. Oh, you know, I really want to learn more about that or how we know that there is a God or how we know that the Bible is true. And so I hope that this is just a smorgasbord of mm -hmm. samples that make kids hungry and thirsty and curious to keep on learning about our great and gracious God. Yeah, well, and isn't that one of the great things about having resources like this in the home? Because sometimes when we leave it to only the church to do the things, we get this first foundation, which is what you said in Sunday school, we're learning like Jesus is the savior of the world, hmm. but we want to layer that. Right. We want to continue to layer that, build on that foundation. And this is the perfect age. Like I just look at, I mean, they're not, kids are naturally curious from about, mm -hmm. well, I think for a long time, but you can really foster that curiosity in them from sure. about eight to uh, middle school. And then they start, I think they're still curious. They just don't come to mom and dad to talk about it. Right? Too cool for school. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're entering that phase now. And my son is like, Mom, do not do that. I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> I didn't awesome. know that was offensive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so you, while you've written this book, you've also written several other resources for kids and families. And so I was going to ask you, you know, kind of what is the backstory of doing, you know, creating these Christian resources, but you kind of told us that at the beginning. And so maybe share a few of the other resources that you have created or if you have anything to add to that backstory for us. 
Yeah, so actually, it's been really fascinating to see the Lord just uh, move pieces uh, in my life related to some of these books for kids. I, n I never thought, uh, I'm going to write for kids. I mean, I always enjoyed books as a kid. My mom read stacks of books, you know, Dr. Seuss or uh, Disney books or just all sorts of things. Uh, she deserves uh, a medal um, for all that. But years ago, when I was much younger, I was looking for work and uh, was looking at, you know, working in a church or working, you know, writing or teaching in a school somewhere. And I called a friend of mine and I said, hey, I'm looking, do you know of anybody who's looking? And he said, actually, there's a guy in our church who's a graphic designer for a Christian publisher and they do curriculum. And I said, oh, cool. So oh, cool. he hung up with me and he called his friend in his church and said, hey, uh, are, I don't know if you guys are looking, but I got a friend of mine who's looking to do something. Are you guys looking to hire a writer? And that person he called had just been on a video conference with the publisher, with his employer. And for years, they had discussed and debated whether they should hire a writer uh, to do a particular kind of project for them. Wow. And at that meeting, they finally came and said, yes, we're going to do this. Now we just need to find a writer. In the middle of that conversation, my friend steps away, takes a phone call, comes back and says, oh, hey, guys, you won't believe this. That was my pastor saying, he's got a guy he just talked to who's asking, are we looking to hire a writer? So, oh, the providence of God. The providence of God. And so you kind of fast forward a couple of months and lots of conversations and an interview and all that. And uh, God graciously opened the door to write children's curriculum for quite a number of years. And uh, so that was the start and one I never expected. And then uh, more recently, I'm working in a church. I'm an associate pastor. And uh, we needed to fill some gaps in our kids' ministry. And so I was at a pastor's breakfast, and I see another pastor across the room. His name is Marty Machowski. Mm -hmm. And uh, Marty writes for kids as well. So what I knew is I don't know what I'm doing with kids' ministry here at the church. And I need some advice. Can I pick your brain and learn from you? And so I introduce wow. myself. We go to lunch and he says, oh, you've written. Would you like to continue writing? And I'm like, uh, sure. And he said, well, give me some proposals. And one of those was the radical book for kids. And God just continued to open the door to continue to write for New Growth Press, which is uh, which yeah. uh, that's the publisher for the radical book for kids and some of the other stuff I've written. Mm -hmm. So uh, all along the way, the Lord has just been so kind to providentially open doors to do something that I, I never expected. Well, and what I want to point out from that, too, this is a complete side note from the book yeah. and from resources, is that take the opportunity, if you're a listener and you see somebody a couple steps ahead of you that knows something that you don't, to go and just ask them, sit with them. I mean, what would have, maybe the outcome would have been different had you never engaged Marty in that conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, God, the Lord uses our need. That's right. <laughs> to lead us places, you know. I, he, if I hadn't felt like I was needy, um, I'm not sure I would have had that conversation. So I know none of us. I don't. I don't like feeling like I'm inadequate or yeah. I don't have the answers. Uh, but you know, the Lord meets us in our darkness. That's right. And then, I mean, He wants us to live in community and in mentorship. Right. And some of the times, the only way we can do that is we got to be the ones to ask the question. Um, and it sounds like Marty really, you know, mentored you in that way and just kind of brought you along and helped open some doors. Yeah. And not only for writing uh, in years to come but uh, from that point, but then also the immediate need and questions I had was absolutely pivotal, super, super helpful. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Well, so tell us, First of all, Radical can be bought anywhere, but all your resources are on your website, correct? Yeah, champthornton.com. That's and, right. But, or at New Growth Press. You can go to newgrowthpress.com. Yeah. 
Well, so as we close out here, what has been some of your favorite feedback from readers about (laughs) the Radical Book for Kids? So actually, it's been a bit of a surprise. So, you know, I hear uh, in my mind, I thought this is a book that a kid who enjoys reading and who's curious would grab and, you know, on a rainy day or a Sunday afternoon, you know, curl up in bed and, and, and read a bit of it. You know, what I found is like, oh, families are reading this for their devotions time. What? Who does that? I, I had no <laughs> concept of that. So then I wrote a, a family discussion guide. So there's a few questions on each most most every chapter. Um, so I'm like, oh, OK, cool. That's great. Uh, and that's available for free. The discussion guide at New Growth Press. That's right. Um, and then the other one is, is like that, the, that the parents or the grownups, whoever's reading it to their kids is enjoying it as much as the. Yep. The, the kid, I hear that and I'm like, oh, well, that's fantastic. I love to hear that. How encouraging. Yeah. Well, so that is us. I mean, you like, like, I'm definitely your target audience, right? Mm-hmm. Like, cause I have three young kids and that's the reason why I loved it is because it fuels Bennett and my daughter is Zoe. Levi's getting there. Not quite yet, but, um, it fuels their curiosity, but it also promotes discussion because they will often come to me and say, oh my gosh, you know, mom, this is so cool. Did you know this? Or I may be reading something to be like, because I, I didn't, um, I wasn't raised in a Christian home. And so there's a lot of things I just don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things we all don't know, but as far as in history and things like that. And so I love to sit down and read it because just like what you said earlier, it makes me curious to go and say, oh, I'd like to know more about that person's story <laughs> or whatever. And so um, I'm really grateful for it. Now, I know the last time we talked, which has been a while ago, you thought about doing a book too. Is that happening? Yes or no? Yes, it's uh, not quite done. I've submitted the first 40 chapters to my publisher, and so they're working on those, and I've got a handful more to write after that. Um, so we're not going to call it the Radical Book 2, but the working title at the moment, you heard it here, folks, first, <laughs> is uh, is the really radical book for kids, All the Truth and Twice the Fun. So oh, that's, I love it. that's hopefully what we're going to call it, but we'll see. And I have zero clue about when it's going to come out. The first one took about three years or yeah. so from start to release. So it's hard to say, like, it could be still two years from now. I'm just glad that you're still writing it. So uh, we'll hopefully by that time, my youngest will be at the age where yes. he'll be like, yeah, I'm all about this. So that's And great. by then I'll be like, okay, I'm so ready for this just to be done. Like <laughs> take it, publish it, whatever happens is fine. But that's yeah. right. Well, Chingup, thanks so much for what you're doing, for putting stuff out there for youth and families. Um, I'm really grateful for your voice. Amber, thank you. And it's always good to have you on my podcast. And now it's great to be on yours. So oh, that's thank right. You so I much. need to say your podcast. Tell everybody really quickly what it is, because it is a great, quick family devotional resource. Well, that is not why I brought it up. But <laughs> oh, I forgot. It's, it's called In the Word on the Go. You can find it at wordonthego.net. It's uh, for families or individuals who want to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while they're in the car or going about their day. And in each episode, I interview one person about one of their favorite verses from the Bible. It's fantastic. Well, thanks so much, Champ. Amber, thank you. So good to talk with you. We're halfway through Christmas in July, and I hope you have been introduced to some new businesses to support. If you haven't listened to the first five episodes, be sure to go back and listen for some great gift ideas. Also, follow along on Instagram this week at graceenoughpodcast underscore Amber as I share more details in my stories. Let's meet back here tomorrow for day seven featuring the Joy Box Journal.